Welcome to the Space Buns Podcast. I'm Steffi Lane, feminine and lifestyle business mentor. And I'm Elisa Danielle, orgasmic manifestation and energy coach. The portal is now open to share your multidimensional true nature with the world around you. Space Buns is a podcast focused on illuminating the emotional and physical layers of existence through archetypes, synchronicities, and feminine magic. All while laughing, crying, and orgasming through space as we navigate the cosmos of the human experience. Buckle up and get ready to become your most magnetic self. Hi, Lisa. It's your birthday, bitch! Uh, Birthday, bitch. Birthday, bitch. Birthday, bitch. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. I was gonna play this song, but I know like how copyright infringement works, so it's not gonna be. You just get me go, singing. Go, go. You can just sing it. You can <laughs> sing it with your beautiful voice. We are recording this on my birthday, and so excited because Elisa, she's a sneaky little bitch, and placed an order and got me prosecco. Well, you guys can't see it. I don't know why I just. I know it, you're but... showing it. But I'm like, okay. <laughs> Lemar- Le- how do you say it? Lemarcia? How do you Lemarque, say it? I think. Lemarque? We yeah. are French. But salut! Ching, ching! Cheers! Mm, cheers, baby! What are you drinking? Um, mm. I have this like sparkling um seltzer it's a pumpkin flavor but i haven't decided how i feel about it is that trader joe's and i just want to try it because i love everything pumpkin and i was like i don't know about pumpkin seltzer and i just had it in the fridge <laughs> so i was like i haven't really been in a in a super like drinking mood recently but i mm-hmm. i was today for your birthday and celebrating the last episode of space bun so it felt appropriate but it's fun. It's still bubbly, but it doesn't really taste like a pumpkin at all. Like it just tastes like fizzy water, but it's, it has alcohol in it. So let's—they're just doing that for branding and marketing. It's pumpkin flavor, right? They're like yeah. those bitches love pumpkin. <laughs> those bitches—they love it. They want it. They want to dream about it. All the things. All the things. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I feel I feel so loved during this birthday. I've gotten cake. I've gotten flowers. I've gotten money, <laughs> checks in the mail. It's yeah. Being a 34-year-old and still getting checks in the mail from not my grandma, but from my husband's grandma. Like, how amazing is that? I would just say it as your sign of just being tapped into abundance. Like, of course. Of course. Yeah, like I felt into your energy this morning. I was like, oh, I need to send her a gift. Like, ah, and you she- didn't have champagne at your house. So I'm like, she needs champagne. She needs a queen needs champagne. She needs she it. Does. She needs it. And you get to so, be celebrated. So this is our part one of our season one finale of Space Buns. And this has been not to like go down nostalgic lane yet, which we definitely are going to go down that lane. But this has been the probably the funnest, and I know that's not a word, but the funnest project I've ever done. <laughs> right? Oh my god, I totally agree. The most fun. No, funnest just sounds better. It's Funnest definitely been better. the funnest. It's been so just like light. Like when it, mm-hmm. you know how there's certain things like in your business or work that you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. Like anytime this, this comes up, I'm like, yes. Like you yes. even want to record on your birthday. So I even wanted to record on my birthday. That's how much, you know, like when you would go to school 
your mom would like take you out for lunch or you wouldn't go to school on your birthday or whatever. I don't know. My mom would say – my mom would always give me the option not to go to school on my birthday. And so I just – I now it's like I actually want to show up for school. I want to record on my birthday. This is so fun. This is fun. But space is been so fun. And today we're talking about alter egos mm. and – that juiciness. As soon as I felt it, I was like, whoa, I felt a little buzz. We are drinking on this podcast, so we might get a little tipsy. Just <laughs> Which we haven't done yet, so this could get – I already feel You've like we're super full express, so I'm like, how much even more next level fully expressed is this going to get with the alcohol? So we'll yeah. see how it goes. And I'm a typical Scorpio, meaning I started my first moon today, like my first day of my bleed and I'm like that is just so typical it's like death oh so I mean like all the feels all the emotions all the feels I'm so dropped in right now I'm already dropped in I've been Mm. dropped (laughs) are you eating chocolate no I'm eating blueberries and popcorn because I need a snack with my alcohol because I'm a lightweight (laughs) I was like are you eating chocolate I like it I like it okay all right everybody so we'll 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 Get ready. Buckle up. Let's talk about alter egos. So this concept of alter ego is, I mean, it's not, a, it's not a new one, right? We see it everywhere from Clark Kent to Batman. You see it. You've seen it since you were a little kid. But it's actually one of the biggest hacks in life that I have been able to tap into But where if I am struggling, if I am nervous, if I'm frustrated, I'm like, nope. Mm, I snap my fingers and I am somebody else. And I can tap in a different alter egos. But an alter ego, what they would say is like a secondary personality. And it's someone that you you embody. And we all have we all have multiple alter alter egos. And I love that this is like with the end of Space One season one, because see, Space One's is all about being multidimensional and being part of you. So what would you say, at least for yourself? What 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 are you what do you know about alter egos or what is the feeling of when you tap into an alter ego? Maybe that's a better question. Okay, I love that you brought this up. This is so good. This is such a juicy topic. It's like one of my favorite things. And like, what was coming up for me? I'm getting hot. <laughs> Ooh, because you are super hot. Thank you. Um, champagne already got you feeling tipsy and what what not hot. Um, but yeah, I think people almost like haven't used this hack because they maybe fear that like if they have all these different personalities and they're like schizophrenic or something, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But it's more so, like you said, that you're using because the universe is always responding not what you want to who you're being, right? So if you just change your identity and realize that there's a version of you already living out this reality and you're tapping into that version of yourself, that's how you make the quantum leaps, Mm -hmm. right? So the self-image. Yeah, so it's like really changing your self-image. And there's so much – I really got into this when I was reading this book called Psycho – Cybernetics, I think is what it's called. Have you read it? No, it sounds like a really dense read. It really wasn't, but it's all about like self-image and how this guy is like a plastic, used to be a plastic surgeon 
Um, and he was saying that people could get like, you know, the best boob job, nose job, whatever, and still not feel beautiful because they're not changing their core self image. And that's really where it comes from. So he talks about all about kind of what we're talking about. Um, and yeah, I have so many different, this is like a part of my courses that I always do is like tapping into the different archetypes and mm -hmm. different part of yourselves to embody that future version of yourself. And that's like my biggest, like if anyone was asking me like how I manifest or like my favorite manifestation technique, it's literally channeling. Like even this morning, I like when I'm, when <laughs> I'm fighting with my heart, like my smaller self, I'll always just remind myself like, okay, well, what archetype do I want to tap into? Like Showing up as the queen be? is the option. Showing up as mm. the seductress is the option. So then I play with these different archetypes. And then a lot of times too, I'll, you know, dress. I'll put on a certain outfit to like help me embody that archetype. And I feel like this is actually how like we, we got really close. Um, we'd like text <laughs> each other like, oh, I'm going to be like the slutty CEO today. And like put on this like booby <laughs> blazer. Like, like I had this mom. like, what? Or the Whole Foods mom. Yeah, yeah, the Whole Foods mom, whatever, whoever you want to be today. But yeah, like we, we we would always text each other being like, I feel like being, you know, the seductress today or whatever. And um, yeah, so it's just fun. Like whenever I am feeling like I'm in my smaller self, I just channel the future version of me who's already living that desired reality. And it's knowing that you having the desire means that you can already have that thing because you wouldn't be a vibrational match to the thought of that desire if you couldn't think of it. Like you thinking of it means that you can have it, right? So then it's like channeling that version of yourself that already has it. So then it's easier to sometimes release the stories you have around it when you just like, you're like, I'm just going to embody the queen archetype. Mm -hmm. I love that you said that. And it's interesting because like you said, people can get these plastic surgeries, they can buy the, the Louis Vuitton bag, but if they don't feel worthy of it or they don't feel in alignment of it, it doesn't do anything. And actually sometimes it can do harm than good because who it's the self image. And I've been really playing with my self image and with my clothing and with my archetypes. And alter egos are so fun to tap into because you're like, okay, you're making a conscious choice. In that moment, you're like, I am no longer Steffi Lane that's nervous being in front of, I don't know, 10,000 people on a stage, right? If if that's something that you, you're up against, like a new challenge where you're like, okay, no, I'm going to tap into, I've been really tapping into Kris Jenner lately. <laughs> Kris Jenner archetype, mom momager. Oh my God. I love that. What do you, what do you see that she embodies that you're like wanting to embody more of? Well, she's such a boss. She's always wearing black. I love her glasses. Um, she manages. She does have amazing glasses. Always amazing glasses. And she manages the most powerful women, you know, in Hollywood right now. People, people can definitely debate that, but they are very powerful whether you like them or not. And she makes money off of other people. And I'm just like, she's just like making things happen, snapping fingers. And she's a Scorpio too. So of course I like love her and resonate with her. And she always wears blazers. So today I actually wore a blazer because I'm like, I'm, I'm going to channel my Kris Jenner. <laughs> I love that for you so much. That's not someone I would think of, but I'm like, okay, I get it. I resonate with that. Well, and I've been managing An Andrew lately because a lot of people have been wanting Andrew's time because Andrew's becoming famous, y'all. 
you just watch out. Andrew's becoming famous and things are happening. They're shifting. And so I am his manager. <laughs> I'm his manager. And I'm, I was very firm with him the other day on this deal that was coming through. That is a huge deal. It's an amazing, incredible opportunity. And then another opportunity came in and I was like, no, this opportunity, we need to focus on opportunity A. Opportunity B is just a distraction. And I was very firm with him. Of course, this is his own sovereign being. He can say no to me and be like, taking the opportunity. He, he really respected my opinion. He's like, you're right. This is a really good opportunity. I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to sabotage. So I'm going to listen to you, Chris Jenner, and I'm going to give you 10%. <laughs> he didn't say that. I wish he did. Oh, and I was like, wait, so your hubby gives you like 10%? I was like, he gives you allowance now? I'm kind of about that. Oh, oh yeah. No, it's we're married in California. It's 50%, B. <laughs> You're like, I'm worth more than 10%. It's 50. You signed that prenup. <laughs> Okay, this is a little bit off topic. I first of all love that you're this like this archetype that you're embodying, but I'm also just like curious how the polarity in your relationship is with you managing him like that. I mean, it's new, so I don't really have a report card for you on that yet, but it's definitely a new energy. A report card. <laughs> <laughs> But I do know that um, he does need guidance and support. And so I just wanted to tap into my Kris Jenner where she manages really powerful people and she manages a lot of people. And so she knows how to just make sure that it's the best deal and it's a win-win situation for everybody. And that's where I, I mean, that's where I ultimately thrive and I love, I love my friends and family and everyone around me and I want everyone to win. Mm. Always. Same. Same. Yeah. It's one of my mantras. Everyone around me is always winning. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was thinking like when I think of your energy, it's yeah, you're really good at managing people. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely your zone of genius. Like even with like this podcast, like you, like I love your leadership and we, we, we both are, you know, contribute different things, but you are definitely really good at like the behind the scenes managing. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's with wolves. The leader leads in the back. So I do see myself as sometimes a leader that goes at the back and sees and make sure that everyone is safe and they're moving forward and we're going towards the right direction, right goal. I love that. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about some other archetypes that we like to tap into. What's your favorite archetype other than Chris Jenner? <laughs> Something interesting that I noticed yesterday. It's huge. Maybe it's not going to be as profound as I explain it now to you, but it's extremely big. I was working out. And I was doing planks and I always get ideas when I'm doing planks. And this idea that I have a cute body. I know I have a cute, cute butt and I've really worked out. I've really, I, I like, I like my body, but for the amount of working out I've been doing and the, the level, the up level that I've been doing, I actually feel like, Hmm, why haven't I allowed myself to get more ripped? Why haven't I allowed myself to get more strong? And I was noticing that my self-image of my body is, oh, you're a ballerina archetype. Oh, you have a really, you know, small frame. You're a little frail. Like that's just who you are. You've always been this way. That's who you are. And when I was doing the plank, I was like, fuck this. That's not who I am anymore. I can be the strong athlete if I want to. I can, I can change my body and I can sculpt it. And so when I was doing the workout, I was like, you know what? 
it's time to change my self-image. Let's get a little bigger booty butt, you know, let's get longer, let's get stronger legs. And it's not from a vanity place. I'm really making sure that's not from a vanity. It's more like they want to shift, change how my body looks to see if I can do it. And I love how strong I'm getting. And I want my, I want my arms to have like that sexy little bump on the, on the top of my shoulder. And so that's where like, I'm seeing a shift where my mindset was always, well, your body always looks this way. You're always like this. You're always the late girl. You're always this, but it's like, do I always have to be? No, I don't have to. And it's this shift and it's this change. Well, first off, I really just want to recognize that you also have really great boobs. <laughs> Thank you. I just felt like that was important to acknowledge. I mean, all of you is great. Your boobs are not the best part of you. There's so many other amazing parts of you, but you do have really great boobs. Um, and just like a cute – yeah, you do have such a cute body, but – Oh man, we should have done a podcast on body image because this is this has been coming through for me. So let's go in let's heavily. Go in. Yeah, um, yeah. I was actually thinking about this this morning, and I love that you had the shift of no, I don't have to be a ballerina. I can be strong. Like, and you have so much power. We can manifest so much that we don't even realize. Like, I used mm. to just be like, no, you can't manifest like body changing, but it you really can because there's a version of you that does have that type of body and I realized this when I was at Dr. Joe Dispenza I used to have horrible horrible um body image and I was mm, had really bad eating disorder when I was younger um and I still catch myself occasionally but it doesn't happen as much anymore mm -hmm. but I was noticing that like, wow, I really changed my self-image, but I'll go into that a little bit. But when I was at Dr. Joe Dispenza, I was focusing the first time I was focusing on healing my body because I had chronic body pain where it's like I could only sit at the desk for like 20 minutes without like going into pain. Um, so I had all these like images of like really strong athletic girls that were like ripped doing yoga and just like they were just feeling good in their body. Like they didn't have all the, this body pain. And I was more so just focusing on, you know, feeling good to be able to work out again. And I was eating like cake every day, like lunch, dinner, seven days a week. Cause it was just so good. And I was so happy. And normally if I would to eat that much, like how much I was eating, like I would gain a few pounds and I would like, if, I'm just like so short that if I gain any weight, I look like a little Oompa Loompa. Um, and <laughs> she's laughing. She's just muted. <laughs> You're not an Oompa Loompa, but go ahead. Continue. That's how I feel like I look like if I gain a couple pounds. But anyways, um, I was eating all this cake and all this stuff. But since my I was so focused in my meditations of these like girls doing yoga that were shredded. I had like a six pack abs and I'm not even kidding you. Like I like showed my friends. I was like, you guys, like, what the fuck is this? And then I really realized that it's just about how you're seeing yourself. And I used to work out two times a week. I'm not two times a week, two times a day. I was like obsessed with working out and um, from a place of like not feeling enough, it was really fucked up. Like, and I wouldn't eat very much and it was really horrible. Like, 
my mm. ex-boyfriend almost broke up with me once over my eating disorder because it was just so bad. Um, and this was like when I was younger, though, right? Um, but Isn't it true, now though, with an eating disorder, there's it's never really gone though. It's like it's, it's healed, but there's always like a new layer to work towards. Yeah, but I would say that I I feel pretty complete with it. Like sometimes it does come up. Don't get me wrong, but I realized. I was I, I was nervous to go back to flying to my airline because um there's just like a lot of food options on, where like if I'm here at my house like there's not you know I have control over what's around me if I buy chocolate or not you know or whatever like things that more trigger trigger it um but at my airline there I remember one time I was flying first class I was the A and um it was just a short flight. All we did was make cookies. They were really bomb cookies. And no one was in first class. So I sat there and ate all of the cookies by myself. <laughs> and it was like not healthy. It was from a place of binging mm. because I wasn't eating enough. But then mm. if I had one cookie, it would just like trigger the whole fucking thing. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had all of this. And then I was like going to go see a lover at the same time and then i ate all these cookies and i felt i went in this like shame spiral right um so then i started doing like there's this i can do this thing with the jump seat where i can like do this ab workout so i started doing all this ab workout because i felt so guilty about eating it mm. but the thing that i really want to land is once i really started to focus on my business it's like I used to be so obsessed with food and thinking about, I would think about food nonstop. Like when is the next time I'm going to eat and be super restrictive over it and like obsessed over it. I would count my calories. I would count every calorie. I would feel super guilty if I ate something that didn't align. But then when I started my business, I got so focused on healing myself and helping heal other people that like I was so in my purpose that I didn't have time to obsess over food. And that's what really broke the cycle for me is having something that I was more passionate about but also it was like it was coming from a place of wanting to control something in my life because it was like that's really started when my dad passed away and I really wanted to mm. have control over something in my life right but the thing that I really want to land is that when I came back to my airline I was afraid but I realized that um now I don't work out at all really and my body looks better than ever but it's because I was so obsessed and I would, mm. even when I was working out twice a day, I would have these binge patterns. So that didn't help because my body thought it was starving itself. But I look better now than I did when I was working out twice a day. But it's because I'm just like, I tell myself that I have really full breasts and a really flat tummy and I never overeat. I just intuitively eat. I don't restrict anything. If I feel like eating something, I just eat, but I never overeat. And honestly, I think my body looks better than it did mm. when I was like working out from this place of self-hatred and I mean, not feeling enough. Mm. Well, thanks for sharing this. And I, if it needs to come up, it needs to come up and it needs to be in the podcast. <sighs> yeah, I didn't think we're going there, but yeah. So just to decide on the identity of yourself that is your most loving self, is your most... And of you course, get support if you need it. Yeah. Yeah. For get sure. support if you need it. But we're what we're doing is we're giving you tools and resources for you to notice when you are in a spiral or when you're not in the self-image that you want to be. So in the self-image, 
that a lot of women will do, and I can't really speak to this because I've never had an eating disorder, um, but I know that what will happen is it will be like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and then it'll like a huge binge, right? You'll like, you'll be like, I'm focused on this, but then whatever, right? Whatever the binge is. And for you, it just felt, it felt like you started to shift your focus on things that were lighting you up and that were making you happy and that were filling you up rather than things that were depleting you. And that's why you come from a place of wholeness. And now you look at your body and you're like, oh, my body's doing well. Like it's doing a lot better than when I was working out two times uh, a day. And actually working out two times a day doesn't do anything. Like <laughs> it's actually, I think there's some science behind it. Like it actually, like your body just taps out a certain amount. So even if you work out two times a day, you're actually doing more harm than good. But from you seeing that it actually starts with the mind, it starts with the image. I have a friend that's a really, really big fitness trainer. And she said that she will have some clients that will do all the food. They'll do all the workouts. They'll do all the tracking, everything, and they won't lose the weight nothing will happen. She says it's very rare when that happens, but when it does happen, she knows it's mindset. She knows it's healing. And, and, and it's, she's like, it's the really tough, icky, sticky stuff. And it's, she goes, it's quite challenging to go, to move through. But the alter ego is like, my alter ego loves herself. My alter ego is strong. She's a warrior woman. Like when I'm working out and do my workouts, I am smiling. I'm like, I am a warrior woman and I just want to be strong. It's not from a place of, I want to look a certain way because a flat tummy is not necessarily, I know in the United States, it's, it's seen as a, you know, ideal beauty standard, but a flat tummy, if you go anywhere else around the world actually isn't the beauty standard. And I've luckily, I mean, I know you've traveled too. And when I've traveled, I've seen women that are more voluptuous or they have, you know, we have, as, as we grow older women, we become women, <laughs> we have women bodies and we no longer have our teenage bodies. I don't think our teenage bodies was necessarily the greatest body to begin with. So why do we want to be teenagers all the time? I don't know. It's just something I've been observing. Yeah. And I love that you, you just loving that part of yourself has helped me def definitely been the reflection of that too. Cause I used to be like, Oh my God, it has to be flat all the time. And I still love that, but like, I kind of love the little pooch too. So yeah, um, we have pooches and it's okay. And it's just, it's sexy. You think you see the Greek, the, what are those Greek paintings and those women, they have the pooches and I, I, I don't shame my, I mean, I, I, I see myself sometimes when I do shame myself for having a pooch, but now I'm like, no, I love it. It's sexy. It's so cute. And she likes to hang out and she's having a good time. <laughs> it's feminine too, in a way. Feminine. I think mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, and but bodies yeah, are bodies. Even if a, if a woman has a six pack, it's not necessarily masculine. It's just actually her being strong. And her and her having a different body, and somebody that has that has a pooch is strong too. So it's like noticing that our body shapes are all so different, and some people are not made to have abs. It's just not you. It's not in your DNA. Right. Yeah. And the part that I really want to drop in on from that is, I think that the part that also helped me kind of come to this realization and acceptance and my body changing is like I, I accepted myself and my focus wasn't so much 
on, I think also too, like there's a balance in manifestation and changing your self-image because if you're so obsessively focused on it and you can't be happy without it, then things don't really shift. But like, I just kind of let it go because I didn't have time to focus on it. Then that's when the things shifted. So it was just Mm. like, you can't, it's also like the part that I really want to drop in on and to land for this is you can't, um, you know, get somewhere by hating your current circumstance. So if you're like hating your current self-image and want to just be the queen already or whoever you want to embody, if you're embodying the million dollar CEO or the lover who has an amazing partner and high and is like attracting high caliber men, you can't change into that self-image by hating the version of yourself right now. So it's always just like, I love me right now. Even if I don't receive what I'm manifesting, I still love myself unconditionally no matter the circumstance. But I love myself right now and I'm even more excited for where I'm going. I'm even more excited for who I'm tapping into. And that's the thing that I really want to share. That is so true. And I'm going to cry probably from it because it's just so beautiful. It's like being the CEO and you have $13 in your bank account. You're still a freaking CEO, B. It's okay. You know, you have $13 in your bank account today, but tomorrow you might have $20,000 in your bank account and $50,000. It's okay. It's the girl that's like, I'm so ready for a lover to come in and I'm just so lonely and I am just going to dress up every day or I'm going to, I know, I know sometimes with people with manifestation, like I'll leave a space in the cupboard or I'll make, I'll make sure that he, um, he has the left side of the bed or I'll make sure that they have, um, you know, a space in a drawer or something. I remember when Andrew and I started dating and I went over to his house. He's like, oh, I have a drawer for you. And he literally opened a drawer for me to put my stuff in. It was really sweet. I was like, That's he was so making cute. space for me. I know he was manifesting. <laughs> I We love Andrew. We love Andrew. He's so sweet. Oh, thank you for sharing all that you shared. I, th- I know that this will really help a lot of women. And you're not alone. Just so you know. You're definitely yeah. not alone. Yeah. And if you guys do have that issue, reach out because it's it's affecting everything else. It affects your nervous system, it affects your ability to manifest, and it affects like your self-confidence. It trickles into fucking everything because I know how it gets. You can get so obsessed with it that that's like all you can think about. But there's you have so many other gifts to give than obsessing over food. So I really hope mm. that everyone gets the healing vibes that they need but anyways back to alter egos though let's talk about more a little bit more about that because there's so much more that we could drop into yeah so when elisa and i met a retreat i had mentioned that i had just found had an initiation where i actually got- <laughs> i'm so excited you're telling me <laughs> yeah so i unfortunately which it happens sometimes like had a falling out with a friend and then a next a few days later i got burned and I don't know what the intention or how I got burned or I, I know how I got burned, but I got burned, like physically burned on my right shoulder. And it hurt so bad and it was so painful and it was just the saddest, like I had such an, a crumbling around it because here I am, I have this sister and this is not just representing her. This was representing a lot of sisters and a lot of community and just like in general. And so it was like this paradigm of letting go of the sisterhood wound. And so she, 
so not she, but just the representation of she is like this just sadness that we have burned ourselves, burned each other for so long. And so I had this burn and I was just really sad. But then after I looked at it and it looked like a snake bite and I still have it on my shoulder one day, if you want to, if you ever see me in public, I'll show it to you. <laughs> it's a snake bite. It's really cool. And I was taking a bath and I was like weeping in the bath and just chilling with crystals. And as soon as I got out of the bath, it was the kundalini rising where my whole body started convulsing. I started shaking. I started going, oh my goodness, what is this? And I felt this energy of she is awake and I am awakened. And I was like, oh shit, who is this woman? This does not feel like me. This energy didn't feel like me at all. And she comes up and she's like this beautiful I would say dark goddess energy with like gold eyes and she just like had this like you have been initiated. I know and it was like I know it hurt and I know it was painful but you have been initiated. And then I was like, "Well, what's your name? Who are you? Like what is this archetype?" And she's like, "I will tell you my name, but it is too powerful for you or at at this time, but be ready to cultivate this energy." So I don't think her name came right away at, at the bathtub. I went for a walk and I really moved through a lot of energy through walking. And if you ever go hiking with me, I get really triggered. I'm not mad at you. I'm just working through a lot of shit when I go hiking. <laughs> so I'm going hiking and I'm moving and I'm walking around. And all of a sudden I hear this song and the song comes on. And it starts to go into like this crazy psychedelic state where it's like, this is her name. And I was like, what? This goddess is old. This, I mean, super old, like 3000 BC. Her energy is so mysterious, so sensual, so powerful, so loving. She can hold the darkness. She can hold such power. And she tells me, my name is Nefita. And as I feel her name, I'm like, what? It feels like, it felt like um, a coming home, like a old ancestor just holding me by a fire and she was telling me I am Nefita, Nefita, Nefita. And that is one of my archetypes. She is the dark goddess. She is, you can't mess with her. <laughs> I'm not tapped into her right now, but when I am tapped into her, you can't mess with Nefita. Like, oh my goodness. And so when I met Elisa, I, it was really fresh, like a week fresh. And I had said my name to everybody, like, this is the name that I would like to go by, um, Nefita. And so everyone, the whole retreat called me Nefita the whole time. And it felt really awkward and weird to be called a different name. But now I know that she is my, she is my alter ego. And it's so funny because I actually know you as Nefita more than Steffi. Like your name and my phone is still to this day. Nefita? Nefita? Mm-hmm. And that's how I see you, especially because, um, you know, it's so funny, our journey together. But one of the first – I don't know if we, I ever told you this, but I didn't think you liked me when we first met. And I was <laughs> like – I had all this, like, like whatever vibes towards you because, like, I don't know if you remember this. Like, we're going to clear some sisterhood wounds right now, but – Let's do it. Um. Yeah, when I first met you, I saw that, like, you were going to the retreat, and then, um, because, you know, Maya posted, like, the people on the story of who was going, so then I clicked on your profile, and I saw that you lived in San Diego, and you go, you went to the same yoga um, 
place that I do. So I, I messaged you and you were like there in your story. And I was like, oh my God, that's where I go to yoga. I'm going to the retreat, whatever. And you just like, I don't think you messaged me back or like you were just like super short. And I was like, cool, I guess she doesn't want to be friends. Like, <laughs> whatever. So then like during the retreat, I just like didn't like really like at first super like engage with you because I was like, whatever, she doesn't want to be friends. Like I was trying to go to yoga with her, but like, cool um <laughs> but then we, <laughs> we did the soul eye gazing together and then I just like saw you as Nafita and just saw you like in your queendom and I was like wow actually this girl's really fucking cool I like her and now here we are I love that thanks for sharing that I love <laughs> that's so funny I get that reflection a lot sometimes I can, I tend to be really short with people in the beginning of meeting people. I actually just, this, I, I, it's not, it's, it, it's not intentional. I just, I, I just, I do it sometimes. I mean, yeah, I just do it. And so this woman today, not today, but last couple of days was like, Hey, let's hang out. Let's meet. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of how I roll. It's not the best thing. I've been called out many times from it. So first, I'm so sorry. I would love to go to yoga with you. <laughs> But my mysterious Scorpio self is very, very private at times. Okay, so you're more like um, selective, slow to open up. Mm-hmm. Very slow to open up. Interesting. But now, like with you, I'm just like, yeah, girl, you my girl. I know. Now it's like we're besties. But yeah, no. But I'm, I'm I am very slow to to open up. I had a friend that we were friends for four years, and she's like, I feel like I don't even know you. <laughs> like that's real fucked up I've known you for four years and you say I feel like but it was true I actually had been really shut off from her for a really long time that's interesting because I feel like once we got past that I'm like I feel like you probably know me better than anyone yeah and I know you very well, well I turn I saw you turn into an old lady so it's <laughs> very beautiful you were so beautiful you had like you had like this beautiful okay so we did this eye gazing exercise and I can't even remember to be honest with you with what it we did but we just we weren't even on drugs or anything <laughs> not saying that we were on drugs but we weren't on anything we were just looking at each other in the eyes and I saw Elisa transform into like this gorgeous maiden into like this beautiful white crone and she had like this white hair and then she had like this blue energy around her and it was so soft and it was so majestic and magical and as soon as we saw each other we looked into each other's eyes we were in love <laughs> we were in the love yeah oh good i'm glad that you told me this i love that i love hearing stories first impressions are it's it's a lot and I think we, especially with technology, because I'm really strong in person. I don't, I, I'm not the best through text messaging and through messenger. But if I see you in person, I'm like, I freaking love you. Yes, yes, yes. You're amazing. High five. But then with text messaging and just with the overwhelm of technology, I actually talked about this today with the overwhelm. It, it's just too much at times. It's not even yeah. personal. It's just like, I got too many messages. You know, we all popular. Yeah, popular. No, I get that for sure. I'm that way too. Um, yeah. Tell me about your archetype or your alter ego. Well, it goes off of your story. I think I've told you this this story before, but like I was, yeah. When you told that story, I was so just um, enamored with that story and you in that moment. I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah, I was just like so. Like I want an experience like that. Like universe, where's my experience like that? 
and was just like manifesting it. And then a couple months later, I had this crazy um, – sometimes I astral project in my sleep and like can go to like different realms and stuff. I don't know. I have – I'm crazy in the dream world. But I had this like astral You're a projector, right? I am. Mm, okay. That's why. I am a projector, yeah. Um, And I had this like astral projection where like I woke up in the middle of my sleep and I was very aware that I was awake and it was like in my room, but I was like lifted above my body and everything was super cold. And I see this like magical woman um, who's just like beautiful, but she's like this being of light doesn't look human. She's maybe like a Palladian or something, just like very – but like very like goddess, but just not a human. I don't know really how to explain her. I have this like a photo that kind of looks like her. Cosmic but... being. Yeah, she's this, this a cosmic goddess being. And at the time I was still like really had a lot of chronic pain in my body. And just like it was in a lot of pain. And in the in the astral projection, I was like, I felt so whole and complete. I had never felt better in my body. And I see this woman, she's like doing this like a high level magic with her hands. I don't even know what the fuck she's doing. And I like asked her, I was like, are you my version of Nafita? And she was like, yeah, but my name's Gabriella. And she's like giving me all these like codes and downloads. And my body's feeling like super orgasmic. And like I'm just like channeling. Then I think I like manifested like a shit ton of money the next day or like signed a client. Like you something would. magical happened. Um, so yeah, so I channel Gabriella from time to time, but I also have um I have Caliste Hadon, which um is the goddess of Hadon is the goddess of pleasure and Caliste is the goddess of beauty. So she is I channeled her at um the second time I went to Dr. Joe Dispenza and I was just like felt this immense sense of wholeness and she's just like she wears this like um these like robes that you kind of would wear to like Burning Man or something. They're like, but they're like, they look like you're like a queen and they're like mystic queen. Yeah. And they're like furry and they go all the way down. And she's just like, just like owns her beauty. She knows that like people like worship the fucking ground. She walks on. She knows that like she can manifest anything instantly. She knows that she's like a millionaire. No, she just has more money than she could ever spend in this lifetime. And like, she has like all these lovers and everyone's obsessed with her. So I just channel her from time to time. And she's really just, yeah, she's tapped in her high priestess. I love her. What's her name again? She goes by Callie for short, but her full name is Callista. <laughs> her birth certificate says. <laughs> Her also ego birth certificate. Her Instagram handle is. Yeah. But then I also, okay, so only a couple of my like very, um, uh, like my favorite lovers, I have also another name, which I'm not going to reveal because. Yeah, it's private. It's only like certain lovers who like reach a, who have just like make me feel very in my feminine it's and I'm very like how high caliber masculine men get to experience her. But wait, wait sorry, what did you say? It's your high priestess, like your high sex priestess or goddess. My sacred slut. Yeah. <laughs> sacred slut high priestess. Um, so yeah, I'm not gonna reveal her name, but um yeah, I also have her. And then when I was younger, I used to my nickname in college up to like not even college, even like from 17 until I started working on my airline, I used to go by L. And I used to hate 
sorry. I still actually don't really care for my name, which I actually think I'll change my name at some point, but like the name hasn't landed. What about SEO? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You would bring up SEO, you little marketing genius. Um, but yeah, but she's just like, sometimes I still channel her because she's just like my inner sorority girl and just loves to have fun and really prioritizes fun and just loves to let loose. So I still channel her from time to time, you know, I feel more integrated with her now though. Mm. Well, thanks for sharing. I learned something new about you, which made me so excited. What was that? Uh, just like you have multiple alter egos and you have names for them and characteristics and then only ones come out when you're freaking the sheets like kind of thing. So it's just amazing. I love it. I love it. Well, I think we're at time for this episode of alter egos and self-image and then we went into self-worth and all the things. We would love to hear from you like What are you moving through? How can you create an archetype? It's not that hard. I promise. It's really just following, following the thing that makes you feel good and following the signs of names and flowers and objects, like just get creative. Right. And I think that's the biggest code too, is what I do. That's helped me anytime I'm like not feeling super in my worth as I channel you know, like if I was Beyonce, would I like accept this standard? So f- like find someone that you deeply admire who just has badass boundaries, badass standards, is really being queen in their life. And then ask yourself that, like if a man isn't treating you the way you want to and you're kind of just like, oh, I'll just like, you know, take some breadcrumbs or a client's not showing up the way you want, just like channel that badass energy and be like, you know, if I'm, if I am in my queendom, if I am, you know, in my Kris Jenner or whoever that might be for you, for me, it's more, there's a couple girls I really look up to online. So sometimes I'm like, would she accept this? I'm like, fuck no. So why would I, you know, or just like channeling my future version of myself. It's toleration. Would I tolerate this? Right. Channeling that version and then not accepting anything less and knowing that that's who you already are. You get to be the queen of your life. Thank you, everyone. The end, not the end. We'll see you on the next episode. We love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, Magnetic Babe. Thanks for listening to the Space Buns podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like it, subscribe, and send it to a friend. We love you. Bye.